Hi, I'm Hallie, and I want to welcome you to the Odd Life Podcast. That's spelled A-W-E-D, which stands for Awake, Well, and Empowered. In this space, you will hear inspirational stories, candid and heartfelt conversations, as well as advice from experts, all with the intention of helping women like you live odd AF. Because I believe the more of us that live awake, well, and empowered, the better this world will be. So thank you for being here and welcome to your odd life. Hey everyone, how are you? Really, how are you? Uh, I'm not well. I'm not saying that to be dramatic, but you guys, life feels really freaking hard right now. And at the same time, I feel like an asshole saying that because I'm not the one trying to survive every day like so many people are doing in other countries. I'm not fighting for my life. I'm not without water and food and shelter, not being traumatized day in, day out like so many other people. But I know that you're probably with me when I say that we're just feeling it all. And maybe the the part of my life I'm in right now, I'm going through menopause, I'm midlife, I'm I'm almost an open nester, my friend Jennifer would say. I've got one kid left at home and we're in the process of getting him graduated this year. And we'll just be two parents without the kids. And so maybe that's part of it. Uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, being in menopause is always going to throw a wrench in things. And while, yes, I have been on bioidentical hormones, I've had a pellet in since May. It is wearing out clearly, and I'm in the process of changing the way I want to get my BHRT. So that's probably a huge part of it and how I'm processing things. But I also think it's the fact that we have access to all this information all the time, all at once. It's just a never-ending cycle of news and information. So that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I'm a mom. And the things I'm worrying about on my daily basis hold nothing to the people that are out in the world dealing with the survival of their kids and where they're going to get food and water and shelter and all those things. But I think maybe this is why this feels so heavy right now. I think mothers carry a really heavy load, more than we should. We're going to talk about that here in a second. So where I'm at in my life is I've got a child that's out. I shouldn't say child. She's a young lady, young woman. She's out in the world. She's living her life. She lives three hours away. She is working hard at her career. She's killing it. She's doing amazing. But she's also a young woman out in the world. She lives with a roommate, thank goodness. But you worry that they're safe. You worry that they're happy. You worry that uh, they're not lonely. Those things. Typical parent worry. And I have a, a son that's playing baseball nine hours away. And you hope that he's doing well. He's enjoying his time. You hope he enjoys his team. He's going to class, getting good grades, not getting hurt in the sport that he loves, right? You knock on wood every day, like hope he's doing okay. And then I've got my last child who is a senior in high school and he wants to play baseball in college. And so we're in that tail end process of finding out where he's going to go. And it's stressful because watching him deal with the stress of it. And I know that other parents that are sending kids off to college next year, maybe this is the time where you're helping 
them narrow down their choices and getting them to send their their letters out and whatever that may be. Make sure their grades are where they need to be to get into the college they want to get into. And then I'm dealing with the menopause thing. I'm 51 years old and taking the hormones and trying to get things all balanced. And when they're not in balance, you feel like you're a teenage kid again, going through all the emotions. Everything feels hard. So it's this crazy swing. And I pretty sure hormones rule the world. So I'm in that whole situation right now. So maybe that's why all of this feels really heavy. And my husband had shoulder surgery. So he's going through that recuperation process. He's a little out of it with his life and how he shows up every day. He's got his right arm he can't use for the most part. Uh, he's at three weeks in. And so there's limitations there. And so there's extra responsibilities and things I'm doing there. We've got three dogs. I have got this podcast. I'm trying to manage the household. And what it comes down to, I think maybe you can relate to this as well as I think women, especially mothers, we tend to be the backbone of the family. And it's in times like these that we feel like our own backbone is crumbling because of the burden we carry on our shoulders all the time. And the reason I'm thinking about this is because I just saw a video, a little clip of a podcast. And there was a guest on the podcast. She was some sort of expert. And I believe it's a husband wife that hosts this podcast. And she was talking about the emotional load that women carry versus men. And there's a couple things that happened here. So she talks about how men, they get tired at night. Like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. And they just go to bed, fall asleep quickly. Not much else is going on there. However, women go to bed and they're worrying about the kids. The ones starting to get cold. Uh, your dog needs dog food. You run down your list of things you didn't get done that need to go on to the next to-do list for the next day. You think about, oh, I got to get that kid signed up for the physical. I got to send them up for the soccer team. Got to make sure this form is turned in on time. All of those things. And rarely are they about us, but everybody else in the family, what's going on in the family. And this woman that's the host of the podcast starts crying. And her co-host is a man, starts laughing. And she's crying. And the comments in this clip are like, and the dude's laughing? This isn't fucking funny. This is her life. And she's identifying with this because she's feeling this exact way. And I think that is where we're at right now. We're feeling all the pressure. And I mean, telling you, the freaking Barbie movie nailed it. That speech, the mom in that movie that talked about women and they have to do this and but yet be this and be that and but yet not be that. That's how we feel all the time. And that emotional burden that we have, that we carry right now is, I think, sending us over the edge. <laughs> like it's all too much. I mean, we're thinking about all the things we have to do for the kids and this and that and dog, get the dog food and oh, I got to make sure I get this, this sign up done. I will say, my friend Katie Rexing. She nailed it. They had four kids and it became too much for her. I think in episode four, she talks about this. Pretty sure she brought it up is that she ended up with her husband dividing up the work. Like, okay, these two kids are yours. You take everything for them. You register them for school, the soccer practice, the dance lessons, whatever that is for them. I will take these two. They are my responsibility for everything. Doctor's appointments, whatever. Freaking genius. Genius. Divide and conquer genius. So I applaud her for that. I wish I would have thought of that years ago. Now it's too late for me because my kids are grown. But 
I do feel like mothers, we have this sense of obligation. And I know for myself that if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. Like every morning I get up and I feed and water the dogs. And I'm resentful as hell about it. They're not just my freaking dogs. They're the whole family's dogs, but I'm the only one that thinks about the dogs. Sure, I'm here all the time, but I may not be the first person downstairs. Dogs need to go out and pee, come in and get their water, have some food. Everybody else in the family is very capable of making sure that's taken care of. But it always falls on me. I guess my frustration is that why? Why is it only my concern? Like if I leave for a week, what's happening? I guarantee there'll be a couple days my dogs don't get food and water. Guarantee it. Or maybe the fact is, okay, mom's not here, so we'll take care of it. But why? Why does it take me to leave out of town or be gone for days for that to be taken care of? And I'm bringing this up because we're seeing now in this time in the world that it's all too much. It's time for us to unload some of these responsibilities because we cannot take any more of this emotional burden. And I know what I have. I chose to stay home with my kids. Therefore, I feel like, or I did feel like, I had to take care of everything in the household. I signed up for this. I didn't have a real job, a paying job, right? Wink, wink, which I've heard about this. If you take all of the roles that you do, being a, a parent that stays home, the chef, a cook, I would say. I was never a chef. A cook, house cleaner. Again, that's debatable. Uh, the chauffeur, the laundress, the personal assistant, the homework helper, all of those things, the tutor, whatever you want to call it. If you added all those things up, that would equal a salary of $180,000. And we do all of that for zero. I am lucky. I have a husband that makes a good income. I'm able to do those things and stay home with my kids to take care of them, pick them up from school, drop them off, be at all their events, and not have to worry about trying to take time off from work. And that whole stressful part of parenting, I'm sure that many people have to deal with. So I am lucky in that sense. However, why does that mean that anything that happens within the household is my responsibility? And this got me thinking about why all of this that's going on right now feels so overwhelming and so large. Because I think we understand we would do anything to keep our kids healthy and safe and alive and thriving and all the things. So we do it because it's kind of innately in us. But that really should be every parent. And I know that a lot of parents, men and women both, would do anything for their kids. Anything. But it's the daily stuff that we hold such stress about. We are on high alert at all freaking times. We are not thinking about ourselves. We are thinking about everybody else. Is that thing done? Are they doing this? Are they okay? Are they stressed? Are the dogs fed? And yet we rarely see ourselves in this mix of, wait, hold on a second. How are you? How are you doing? 
a news segment came up on my my social media. And uh, this entrepreneur, she's a coach. She's now a published author. Her name is Jasna Burza, and she is she lives in Minneapolis, and she is part of the Modern Well community, which I've mentioned a gazillion times on this podcast. She was on the segment of the news because she grew up as a refugee from the Bosnian War. And so she could give firsthand knowledge of what it was like growing up in that kind of a war zone. And she said that every night, her mother, her dad was sent to a concentration camp. Every night, her mother would sit up with a machine gun protecting her and her siblings. She would sit at the door with machine gun and not sleep because she was so afraid of something to come and gonna hurt her children. I honest to God feel like that is a metaphor for motherhood. We are on higher alert at all times to keep our kids safe, to keep our families safe. And so I think right now it's too much. We're always on high alert, taking care of everybody. And I know that I chose to stay home with my kids. That's something I had the privilege of doing. My husband had enough income from his job that could allow me to do those things. I'm able to do this podcast without worrying about having an income, even though I would love for this to be a paid gig that I can do. I still have a roof over my head. I can still go buy clothes because of my husband's income. It covers it for both of us, much to his dismay. I'm sure he would love for me to have a nine to five type of job, but that would honest to God kill my soul. But what's happening now is that because we have this high burden in our family situation, we're the ones that are always worrying about everybody else. And now we have this information that's coming at us. It's way too much. And I, I've seen and I've heard from other women out there, they're feeling exactly the same way. It's all too freaking much. And the hard thing is, is I can't control what's happening overseas. I can't control if a coach wants my kiddo to be on their baseball team. I cannot control whether my dog does or does not shit in his kennel. I cannot control the political situation. I cannot control the misinformation that's going on out there. What I can control is how I take it in. I just texted a friend a couple days ago, letting her know I was thinking of her. She has a son that is overseas in the middle of this zone. And I was telling her I'm thinking of her, I'm praying for her and his safety and just she's on my heart. And what I shared with her was I wish we could go back to where we got news once a day, maybe twice. You had the daily newspaper and then you had the nightly news on the TV and that's it. Because right now we can open our phones, our computers and find information anytime at all times. It comes at us. We have feeds, right? Our Instagram feed or Twitter feed, Facebook feed. We just open up and start scrolling and it's there slapping us in the face and it's all too much. It's just a fire hose of information all the time. And I don't think within the 25 years or so of the internet becoming a big thing, we have not adapted to that much information thrown at us. Our nervous systems cannot handle, cannot handle any of this at this rate. We are already stressed by daily life. And to take all this information in all the time, while yes, it's important to stay on top of news and what's going on in the world, I don't need to get it from 18,000 different sources or get Bubba Joe's input on it, or Karen's thoughts on why this is bullshit. And so there's some things I'm going to do because I'm right there with you. I have taken way too much in and I am 
overloaded, stimulated to the max, and not in a good way. Do you know what I mean? There's things I'm going to start doing. (laughs) I have got to not take my phone into the bedroom at night. Like that is a non-negotiable. I find myself wanting to scroll and then I'm up for another hour or two. So stupid. Second thing I'm going to do, I am taking apps that I can scroll and hiding them on my phone or taking them off my phone where I have to log in on the computer to get into them. Most of them now have desktop options. So I'm doing that at least for now. It's way too easy to sit down and open my phone and start scrolling. It takes a lot more effort for me to get up my computer, my laptop, log in, and check all my feeds. Making it harder for myself to do that. And then the third thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask for the help that I need. I'm going to ask the split duties. My time is valuable too. And yes, I am not getting paid to produce this podcast. It's a labor of love right now. I'm hoping someday it will. The goal is to have The Odd Life become a brand and to have maybe other podcasts within the media company. Just said that out loud. But this is what I want to become my career. To keep writing, to keep meeting wonderful people, to keep producing this information, sharing it with you. And who knows what will happen out of all that. But until then, I'm going to keep showing up and doing this until it gets there. But my time is just as valuable. And I don't want to spend most of it taking care of other people and other things in this house. Just because someone's getting paid versus not getting paid does not mean I do all the other things. So I'm going to be asking for help. I'll let you know how that conversation goes. And then I'm going to take care of myself. Meditating more. I did a yoga class last Sunday. It was wonderful. I'm going to be adding yoga back in. If I have to do it in my garage on a mat, watching a video on a laptop, I'll do that if I have to, because I feel the best when I do things that bring me back into my body, helps calm me down. So whatever will help calm my nervous system, I'm doing it. Yoga, meditation, breathing, saying no to things, asking for the help. One thing I've noticed in menopause, what I've realized for me, what triggers a hot flash is a spike in cortisol. The reason I know it's cortisol is because when I'm driving, and this is necessarily a a hormonal thing. This can be, I think, in general. But for me, a hot flash comes on when I have a spike of cortisol. So if we're driving in the car and all of a sudden someone swerves into our lane and almost hits us, cortisol spike, right? Hot flash almost instantly. So I'm paying attention to those things in my body that are happening and letting me realize, okay, this is a trigger for you. Let's talk about this. Let's figure this out. Why? And let's dig into it and let's calm this down. So I'm analyzing a few more things about my own life, what's causing me to have these cortisol spikes, what I can do to keep them at a minimum, and uh, hopefully that will bring down the emotional overload that I've got going on right now. And I know I'm not alone and it sucks that we're all going through this. And again, I cannot control what's happening overseas. I cannot control countries going at it. I cannot control hate groups. I cannot control countries at war. There's nothing I can do about that. But what I can do is control my own stress in my own life. 
I can unburden myself from some things that are causing me to be overburdened. I can talk about things. I need to open up more, have more conversations. And so I'm offering that to you as well. If you feel alone in your situation, if you feel like you are going through a lot of the same stuff and feel very overwhelmed, let me know. I would love to help unburden just by listening. Sometimes it's all we need. Sometimes to listen to how we're feeling. So leave me a message. Email me. I don't care. If you're feeling the same way and are feeling very overwhelmed, I want this to feel like you're hanging out with a friend whenever you watch the podcast. And so that means a friend's going to be there for you whenever you need them. And I'll be there for you. I am not famous. I'm not a person with thousands and thousands of followers. I'm just a gal with a passion for something and an interest in other people and a desire to be connected to others through these kinds of conversations. I love learning and I love sharing what I learn. And that's why I do this every day. And I see this as a way for other people to feel not alone, to join in the conversation it requires actually a conversation. So there's a couple of things. Just email me, contact me. I don't care however you do it. I'm here. Or you can join our community. We have a Patreon page. You can join the community. We have discussions in there, like a little private group. Join us for that. Let's do whatever we can to bring back some peace and joy in our own lives. If we do that, and hopefully as a collective, we will be spreading that love and peace and joy to others around us. And then they'll do the same. Maybe that's how we change the situation. I don't know. But we have to start living our own lives in a way that doesn't feel like we're going to explode with emotion 24-7. So I just want to let you know I'm here. I see you. I hear you. I feel you. And you're not alone. You are not alone. So I hope you find a way to have some peace this week. Find something that makes you laugh. Do your gratitude list. Whatever it takes to find the peace and joy and love in your life. Let go a little bit of what you're holding on to. That's maybe not even yours to hold on to, right? Take care of yourself. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Thank you again for being here. I am so grateful for your time. And if you liked what you heard, please head to where you listen to podcasts, rate and review. Please share on Instagram, your social media channels, wherever else you go so we can reach as many people as possible so they can meet these amazing women and hear these conversations. If you'd like to connect further, you can find me over at my website at halliesawyer.com or on Instagram. I'm usually going to be at uh, Hallie underscore Sawyer or The Odd Life, which is this podcast specific Instagram account. All right. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you soon.